0: It's Nikki Jensen. And it's Brie Picone. And we're late Late to the the party. party. Hey, Brie. Hey, Nick. How's it going? It's going good. Good. How's it going with you? It's going pretty, pretty well. So we are doing a new segment on the pod. So welcome to Movie Club. Yeah. And we watched a fun movie tonight. It was very fun. I've never seen before. I've I've never seen before. I've heard a lot of good things about. We watched Dick um, from 1999. Yeah. Yep. And it's a movie starring Kirsten Dunst and Michelle Williams. And it's a comedy um, about two teenage girls who are best friends who Mm -hmm. just through a bunch of wacky circumstances end up being the personal dog walkers and... Was it like the secret youth advisors? Secret youth advisors for Richard Nixon. Yeah, and they uncover the Watergate scandal. Yeah, so I love it. Yeah, I saw in one review it. Um, they described it as Clueless meets All the President's Men. Okay, which is I could see fun. that. I mean, I haven't seen the other one, but All the President's Men. No, was that another nineties? No, <laughs> no, it's like a serious like oh. political movie which I've never seen like a real one oh, right. like a real one <laughs> but I've seen clueless yeah but um but yeah yeah let's let's just get, you know it's funny though yeah. speaking of clueless I was like looking up that actor that the dad yeah yeah he plays the dad I was like why is he so familiar yeah yep no I thought so too like the more and more that guy talked like the guy who plays Dick and Dick. yeah I was like where have I seen him I feel like I've seen him my whole life and it's cuz he's Mel Horowitz. Yeah. From like, Clueless. It was like a aha moment. Yeah. But so to get in the mindset, let's go back in time. Yeah. To the summer of 1999. Okay. I know I'm going there. You know, when LFO liked Girls That Wore Abercrombie and Fitch, She's All That was a box office smash. And Dick came out on August 4th, 1999. Amazing. Yep. To little to no fanfare, it did not do well at the box office. Right. But it's become sort of a cult classic in a way. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. And just for a frame of reference, so I'm pulling up the box office mojo stats for, oh, yeah. for Dick. So when this was released on August 4th, 1999, the number one movie in the country was, can you guess? the number one um this was 99 august 99 mm-hmm. oh, well i i mean i did see this list <laughs> earlier um i thought was it the sixth sense it was the sixth sense okay yeah so number one movie in the country was the sixth sense followed by the blair witch project runaway bride the thomas crown affair deep blue sea mystery men Inspector Gadget. Oh my god, Inspector Gadget? Yep. The Haunting, The Iron Giant, American Pie, Star Wars Phantom Menace, and then entering at number 12, Dick. So, was was not a box office, darling, but... I mean... Had you ever heard of this movie before? No. We watched it. I had, No. I had not. How did you hear about this movie? So, I... I remember when it came out. Yeah. I remember, like, well, because I was, like, one of those kids that was, like, super nerdy about movies, even as, like, a five-year-old. Yeah. So I would, um, every week at Blockbuster, Blockbuster would come out with those little, like, pamphlets of all, like, the movies coming out. Oh, my gosh. The pamphlets. I forgot about that. And they do, like, in theaters, too, I believe. Yeah. I don't know. My memory's hazy because I was a literal child, but I just remember seeing it in one of those like blockbuster movie pamphlets, and I think I maybe my dad or someone. I heard someone when it came out that I really respected at the time be like, "This is actually a good movie." <laughs> so wow. it's like one of those movies that I've known about for so long and hadn't seen, but I would like put it up there with like an election with Reese Witherspoon. Oh, you know what? I came across that movie in my research. That's another one I've never seen or heard of. <gasps> movie Club. <laughs> we, no, we need to add that to the list. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a really good film. Yeah. Election's great, but it's like, yeah, Dick. I always associate as one of those like '90s indie films that are smart, yeah, and satirical mm-hmm. and good. Yeah. And I and my review of Dick is it's all those things. Yeah. No, I mean I agree. It it definitely hits like. Yeah, like, the comedy and the satire is... It's, like, the right level of both. Yeah. It, it's, like, also a little Rami and Michelle in a way. Yeah. I think so. It's, like, that's them and their teens. <laughs> For mm, sure. Yeah. Well, I and... I think that energy. I do. So, Watergate, it kind of... That's what the movie is kind of about, the Watergate scandal and Richard Nixon. Yeah. Or Tricky Dick. But, if I'm being honest... I don't know a lot about the Watergate scandal. Okay, yeah, same. Honestly, yeah, I know there was a scandal. I know it was a big deal. for. I don't know. The tapes. Yeah, the tapes. Like, I don't know. That was not in our time. No, I feel it, like also in a little history. More like, yeah. They like breeze past They, gla- they do. That. They glaze over it. They're like, Watergate, blah, blah, blah. And that's it. And like, you don't really, I don't remember learning about it that much in school. Like, maybe like quick, like, mention? I probably know more about the film Dick than Richard Nixon. Yeah. But, I mean, that's kind of on theme. I mean, the girls in the film, Kirsten Dunst and Michelle Williams. Oh, yeah. Like, they, they don't know a lot about history. They're, like, our friend Dick. Yeah. Oh, and I loved when, like, the one um, – the, the her character was Arlene. Yeah. Yeah, she was, like – A uh, Michelle Williams character. Michelle Williams character, yeah. She was, like, four score, and seven years ago – Someone did something that's all I know. It's like, yeah, true. Same. <laughs> yeah. But know. let's dive in. Let's, let's dive talk in. about this film cuz we we literally just watched it. We sat yeah. down. We had a kiki. We just watched this film. So, yeah. Bree, what were your thoughts? I don't know. I really enjoyed it. Um, it's very like fun and easy to watch. You know, like lighthearted. Like the comedy moments are gold. <laughs> also their outfits are gold. I'm here for all the bucket hats. I loved all their outfits. Like, the one that actually stands out to me is when they're wearing those, like, matching raincoats, and one <gasps> of them's, like, a violet one. and Yes, and one see-through, <sighs> and, like, a neon, almost pink. Love it. Yeah. I wrote that down, too. I'm like, oh, we gotta talk about the raincoats. <laughs> <laughs> bucket hats and raincoats. For sure. That's I mean, vibe. it's also, like, one of those things that I, like, loved. I loved in this movie that it was very 70s yeah but i didn't really try probably because it's a satire but it yeah. didn't try so hard to be like like in the 70s it was like the 90s does the 70s It really fashion wise f- it felt that way a lot also the hair being crimped like i and maybe the, i guess you were saying that is the thing that mm-hmm. happened in the 70s that i did not yes i didn't realize i thought we invented crimping because <laughs> i remember having like a the con air like crimper exactly yeah it's like oddly nostalgic I'm it, sure it's back yeah it, I think it is actually yeah let's and if it's not then we gotta crimp uh, our hair yeah we gotta crimp our hair <laughs> that was my takeaway from the film definitely and wear more raincoats and bucket hats love yeah but um I love how they just like unknowingly like stumble into things like throughout the whole film they're just they're on their school trip and. Somehow, I don't know. I guess the guy recognizes them from
1: the oh, night before,
0: right? They well, um, Michelle Williams' character, Arlene, yeah. she lives in the Watergate building. Yeah, she lives in the Watergate building, right? And they're trying to mail a letter. To Bobby Sherman. <laughs> yeah. Um, Arlene's crush. Arlene's, like, oh, crush. Her, like, heartthrob. Yeah. And um, so they sneak out of Arlene's house and mail the letter and then on their way back up the stairs they run into one of the guys in yeah was it one of the guys in Nixon's camp or yeah, not he, not Nixon's was, camp but I, he's involved so he's like doing an important part i think we only see him like a couple times but i'm confused if he's like i think he isn't he's got to be on Nixon's side i think i don't know do we need to look it up <laughs> we can look it up but any other notes while I'm doing that? Um. Well, I just I love the Nixon impersonation. Um, by um. Well, I don't. I really don't. Know his the name is Den. 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 What is his name? Dan. <laughs> yes. We did not have any of the Hello, Dolly Cookies, we promise. Okay, so the actor who played Richard Nixon is named Dan Hedaya. Perfect. Yeah, so that guy, I like his impersonation, even though to me he sounds a lot like Uncle Fester in like, the Addams Family movie. Like, legit. He does. <laughs> he totally does. It's but like, like, I love it. Yeah, it's like someone playing Uncle Fester playing Richard Nixon. Well, like I loved his his richard nixon because it just was so like over the top yeah and it was like the spark notes version (laughs) of a nixon performance which was so much funnier because he hits all the beats perfectly oh yeah he does and i also love how they wrote him because he's like such a jerk and like a terrible person yeah but he also wants to be like Hip with the kids. He wants to be cool. And he's like, well, call me Dick. And he's like, I love the kids. The kids love me. Yeah. And um, I love how they threw in, like, all the little things where, like, the girls teach them, like, the peace sign. And oh then he's, like, <laughs> throw on Air Force One, just, like, throwing the peace signs. And that's how that came to be in this film, you know? I love that. I also love when films like this, like, comedies especially, like, rewrite history Oh, yeah. Kind of like an Adam McKay, how he does with Vice. Okay. You know, I still need to see Vice. You haven't seen Vice? No. You know, a lot of people have a lot of opinions on Adam McKay, but I enjoyed Vice. Yeah. I mean, I it's it's on my to-watch list. Um, yeah. I want to see it. But yeah, it's kind of like that. How, like, in, you know, movies or, like, in art, you can, like, you can rewrite you can history. twist the narrative. I love that so much. That's what I loved about that, um... Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, like, how he rewrote history, like, Quentin Tarantino, like, there's, I mean, I, no spoilers, I guess, but. I loved that movie so, so much. much. Yeah. I can't believe that's a late to the party for me. I just watched that this year. <laughs> it yeah. was so good. I know you've been it's, telling me I know for years. I was trying to get you to watch it for a while. But no, I love the way Tarantino does it. I loved, I loved in Dick how they did it. Yeah, and and it's like they succeeded. I think Um, it was Andrew Fleming who directed Dick. I love how he. It was just like perfectly satirical and funny and lighthearted. It was kind of just like it was like Clueless meets all the presidents' men. Like that's a really astute like thing to say because it was like I don't know how to describe it. Sorry, but I know these are your notes, but it just. It was light and it was fun and it was like a perfect little romp. Yeah, it was a nice little romp. But it had little like reference. It was like some of it was historically accurate. I think some of it. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I don't. And the comedy was was there. Yeah, it I definitely don't know. kept you entertained. Like throughout, like yeah, there's a lot of good good moments. I guess what I'm trying to say is it's like funny and light and it's a like lighthearted romp. Yeah, about two like ditzy teens. But it's also smart, which I really like. I agree. I also really enjoyed like a superstar, like SNL era Will Ferrell. Oh, my God. I love Will Ferrell so much. Mm -hmm. He always cracks me up. (laughs) Yeah. He steals the show. He does. In like every scene. But this is like Will Ferrell in everything. He steals those like every scene he's in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know when I saw Will Ferrell was going to be in this movie, that was just another like reason to watch, you know? Totally. And, um, Anna Gasteyer, speaking of SNL, even makes yes. an appearance. She just sneaks in there and... Yeah. yeah. She's, a uh, Dick's assistant. Mm-hmm. Which... Yeah. Isn't there more going on there? Oh. They they imply. <laughs> they imply. <laughs> no, I really liked Christian Dunce's character says to, um, the Arlene. Yeah. She's like, you're the smartest person I know. <laughs> and, um, and her reply is, but you don't know anybody. <laughs> Yeah, that was hilarious. That was my favorite line. Oh, But I really saw a lot of similarities in our friendship, to be honest. Yeah? Yeah. Am I like Arlene and you're like Betsy? I think so. Yeah. I I don't know. What did you think? I could see that, yeah. At the very beginning, I wasn't too sure who was who, but then I was like, oh, yeah, I guess. (laughs) Oh man! Uh, but that was like my favorite. That was the funniest part. Is when Arlene developed a crush on Dick. Oh my god, that cracks me up. I love when she like goes in her room, takes off like her whole yes. wall full of posters of like um, what is his name, Bobby Sherman, mm-hmm. and then puts up like the <laughs> Dick posters. They're oh, Richard Nixon. It's Richard Nixon and all these scenarios. And you know, oh my gosh, you know what I really love? Mm. So on her bedside table, somehow there's like a picture of him on the beach (laughs) and she's like fantasizing as she falls asleep like there's like a montage where like he's like comes in on a horse on the beach in a full suit and everything (laughs) just like a regular old business suit and they're like spinning around around it's very um bob's burgers like tina belcher (laughs) yes her fantasies also relatable yeah like you are you're also tina exactly yeah a strong sensual woman. <laughs> yeah, exactly, darn Tootin. Hey, the parallels are even more similar because just an Arlene later in the movie say like your ass is grass, dick. <laughs> yeah. Which also Tina Belcher says, yeah, this is grass and I'm going to mow, mow it. it yeah. <laughs> I feel like that part was implied for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah, that excited me. I love how her love for like these guys it's just like it's like all the way up here and then like it like drops to zero like real quick which i feel like is such a you thing yeah i have had some interesting crushes also when um arlene goes in to record a message oh for gosh. dick and that was she's like i have an olivia newton song <laughs> like for that, that was great i would never do that but <laughs> and then she props. was like i love you that was one of my favorite moments because she kept going and going i feel like that's very you I mean, yeah. More internally, I think, but <laughs> Yeah. But you are like Pringles. Once you pop, you can't stop. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> oh boy. But yeah. No, and I even really like I really enjoyed Kirsten Dunst in this film, too. Yeah. No, she she was great. She was very likable and charming and hilarious. I know. I feel like in that like the 90s Kirsten Dunst era. Yeah. I feel like she was in a lot of like serious films or kitty films, but in this one she was like she got a chance to really just be funny. I loved that. I w- would love to see more of that Kirsten Dunst. Same. Honestly. Cause I can't think of even now like she does serious films. Yeah. Like has Kirsten Dunst been in a lot of comedies? don't think so but me i don't know i don't know i know she's in um that tv show fargo and it's apparently really good oh is that a comedy i thought well, it was like a drama it's a comedy drama have you ever seen fargo no i also thought that was a <laughs> movie brie it is a movie oh okay. it's a movie starring francis mcdormand it's like a coen brothers film you gotta see it oh, okay you have to see fargo Maybe that's another movie club. Yeah, we can add it to the list. I feel like if that one, it won a lot of awards. I remember it did. It won a couple Academy Awards. Yeah, it's like a lauded film. But Kirsten Dunst is in the TV show, and apparently, really good. There's a TV show too. Yes, like from the movie, that it continues into a TV show. Or, Uh, I've never seen it, so I don't know. Okay, but I hear it's good. I appreciate it. All I know. I even loved um though, parlaying back to Dick. Yeah. And speaking of, like, you know, kind of melding current with things in the 90s. Yeah. There was an appearance by Ryan Reynolds. (gasps) Okay. He was shit. He was so cute, too. I don't think I've ever seen him so young and like a baby. He was such a, like, he was so cute. Yeah. I feel like this was around the time, wasn't he in a show called like two guys in a pizza shop or a guy and a girl in a, I remember seeing that on TV as a kid huh? and thinking Ryan Reynolds was cute. Wow. I didn't know he was on a TV show. (laughs) Yeah. He kind of looked different though. Like as Chip, he's a little more like, like buttoned up. Like the Ryan Reynolds of the nineties that I remember is like very tall, very lanky and has like spiky, like 1999 hair. Whoa, spiky? You know how like guys in nineteen ninety nine solely had that one hairstyle where their like hair spiked up. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I I know what you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Always a short sleeve, like plaid or not plaid, but like checkered plaid, Mm -hmm. like button button down open, with, like a white shirt underneath and khakis, like dickies. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, I can picture it. But I digress. This is not about the 90s. This is about the 70s. Oh yeah, that's in right. The it's in the 90s, 70s. But yeah, um, any other notes? Yeah. Um I'm trying to read my own handwriting. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck did I write? Well, this is a little out of order, but yeah. can we talk about probably my favorite like joke and it's like a through line throughout the whole film? Yeah. The Hello Dolly cookies. <gasps> Okay, yes. Yes. Can we talk? Like, Bri, Let's can talk you about describe? The okay. Set the scene. Okay. So the scene. So it starts out, they have an idea to bake these special cookies, right? For Nixon and mm-hmm. his crew, Where right? They're like, oh, we're going to bake them some cookies. Th- their mom's famous, famous cookies. Yeah. It's like a recipe on their kitchen wall. And like cross-stitched on their wall. Cr- yeah. Cross-stitched. It seems simple enough. And I'm like, looking at the ingredients, they sound like innocent enough. Mm-hmm. And then their brother Larry's like, "Don't forget them walnuts." <laughs> and then they are like putting these walnuts, and there's like a jar of walnuts, and they're adding it to the batter and there's like walnut leaves supposedly being added. And we find out later those are not walnut leaves. Those are weed. Yeah. <laughs> weed, yeah leaves. weed leaves. <laughs> but uh yeah. Um, but I mean, I think that's a joke about the whole thing, though, because like the first time, they the girls go into the kitchen to make them, yeah, and, and Christian Dunst's character is like, oh, these are like, you know, Larry puts these, the walnut leaves in the, in the jar, yeah, and it kind of like the there's like a, like the camera kind of settles in on, on the leaves, yeah, but um, it does, but yeah, Richard Nixon is, or Dick is a big fan of the Hello Dolly cookies yeah and like every time the girls walk the dog you know dick and all like the secret service dudes and the guys in the white house are always like you got the cookies yeah so it's just like a fun little through line throughout the whole film and i cracked up every time yeah no i love it there's like a lot of things i like i'm really surprised i haven't seen this film it's kind of one of those films like like drop dead gorgeous haven't seen that one yes, either. Yes, you have. You saw it with me. Oh, I did? <laughs> Liar. <laughs> you're Richard Nixon now. <laughs> no. <laughs> Tricky dick. But you're not supposed to care that I lie, just that I yell at dogs. Oh, yeah. That was, like, a funny thing, too. So when, um, like, Arlene and Betsy, when they uncover the tapes yeah. from the Watergate scandal, and, like, they're more upset because, like, dick is, like... Talking about how he hates the dog, I like love yeah, that. Yeah, like you were mean to him. Yeah. But uh, Drop Dead Gorgeous, you know, with Denise Richards, and it's the um, the beauty pageant, um. and she wears like the hat with like the Statue of Liberty. We watched it a couple years ago. It sounds sort of familiar. Wait, wait a second. No, wait. Is this the one where is religion involved? Mm-hmm. Is this where they're at like a a high school, like a religious? no that's saved oh, saved is great though okay uh, yeah this is really bothering me yeah yeah yeah. I, I i need like um i need a visual to go along with this it's drop dead gorgeous yeah but it's like one of those films like a drop dead gorgeous for me or like a saved where it's just like so good and so like just so irreverent okay it does look familiar but i can't remember oh wait a minute yeah there's a beauty pageant okay is she's living in a trailer right Mm-hmm. maybe i think so i'm trying to remember that wasn't like my main takeaway but yeah i <laughs> know <laughs> not to put her on blast i don't know i'm just i vaguely remember i don't remember the plot super Intensely, but yeah, we did watch it once. Yeah, we could watch it again. This also came out in 1999. Well, wow, 1999 is the best year for films, arguably. Yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot did come out then, right? Yeah, like we. I mean, Fight Club, um, The Matrix. Oh my God, yeah, The Matrix. That's Um, right. Wild, Wild West. (laughs) Tarzan. (laughs) just name like all the movies you wouldn't think of from 1999 yeah i mean all i was saying before was it was like a drafted gorgeous or like a save it's like a cult cult like comedy like one of those black comedies that i love so much yeah i love how they just like also had like the like it's not exactly a play on words but like i guess double entendre is a better is that Mm -hmm. the word yeah like, when they're at the roller rink yes. and just skating around, and she just, like, turns around, and she's like, I love Dick. And everyone just, like, looks at her and, like, laughs and like, what is wrong with this girl? The record scratch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like the record scratch. I don't know. There was, like, a lot of moments like that that were just funny. Um, or, like, after, like, they're near the Washington Monument, and it's, like, after Arlene is, like, disillusioned, and they hear the the Watergate tapes. Yeah. And she's, like, heartbroken. Yeah. And she, like, yells like she hates Dick (laughs) and everyone stops. And, like, um, Betsy's like, can't we have a private conversation? (laughs) Yeah. I loved that. I loved that, too. The drama of it all. I loved how she ran away, like, in the fields, just like. (laughs) Yes. They were both so dramatic throughout the film. And I just loved that. Like, they would just start screaming. If anything was slightly upsetting, they'd just be like, ah. I love that. Yeah. I love that, too, because it's, like, such a stereotype of, like, teenage girls. Yeah. I love it. I love that, too. Yeah. They kind of saved the day, though. They did. Which is a vibe. Well, even at the end when Will Ferrell's character is, like, you know, we're going to publish this story and, um, you know, the sources are going to remain nameless. And the girls are, like, oh, to protect our identities? And he's, like, no, because it's embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, man. But. I love, you know, I loved how, like, they became informants by, like, they, they start out just as, like, a prank phone call. Mm-hmm. Like, they were not intending to just, like, give up all the information, like, the Watergate scandal stuff, like, to the Washington Post and Will Ferrell's, like, character, but it just happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because they were, like, just, like, on their bed, like, two teens, just, like, prank calling people. Yeah, they're like, oh, I'm the British ambassador's daughter, and... I don't know. It was just so silly. It is so silly. And I love that. Yeah. I feel like we don't have enough like just silly films nowadays. We don't. No. Everything has to have like an element of seriousness. And I love how this was like a smart film. Yeah. But it was just like funny. Yeah. And it it didn't have to be anything grander than, than what it was. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. And you know what else was fun? What? When they cut up the flag? Yes, and made it into clothing. Oh, I love that. The- oh my god. Okay, so can we talk about the ending? Yeah, like uh, this is not spoilers necessarily cause- it's nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. I think it's safe to say. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Enough time has passed. Yeah, but um, they cut up the flag, and. Which I love the line of, like, should we cut up the flag? And, and they're like, well, we're going to sew it back together. Yeah, I love that. But they get all, like, head to toe and, like, patriotic, like, American flag garb. More bucket hats. More bucket hats. And then have a big sign. So then when Richard Nixon, after he resigns and he's, like, flying. Yeah. Like, he can see, like, they have this big sign and the two girls are, like, jumping up and down and the sign reads, what was it? Is it You, you Suck, Suck Dick? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. It was You Suck Dick. And yeah. Yeah. Funny little joke. A funny little ending. I loved it. And Richard Nixon's just like trying to flip him off. <laughs> and they're just like I know. having a blast. Yeah, he's all angry in his airplane, like shaking his fist. And they're just like, woo. <laughs> oh. Loved it. Yeah. No, it was like the perfect ending. It was. Yeah. Again, with the double entendre, which can I be okay? So, like, I love how just I know we were talking about it before, but you were talking about how you loved they're making fun of like Dick. Yeah. Like, just all the double entendre's. But yeah. in real life, in real life, I've literally been like, I'm going to like, I've just been using it in real life just to be like, yeah, I'm watching Dick. <laughs> just an excuse to Yeah, say I enjoy dick. it. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) I know what you mean. It's kind of liberating. (laughs) (laughs) Or I just really like when people have to turn heads and be like, what did you say? Yeah. No, it's fun. I get the joke. I'm glad that the joke was inserted in the film. Definitely. I know. I was a little worried. I'm like, are they going to address this element? Like, you have to, right? (laughs) I guess so. But, you know, that's a different podcast, a different time. But, like, Richard. Mm Mm-hmm. The nickname for Richard is Dick. Yeah. Well, why? For one, why? Yeah. Is it also, like, one of those things, like, for William, it's, like, Bill? It's, like... It's true. Why? Don't know. Like, where's the B coming from? Just thin air. (laughs) Thin air? Like, uh, Bs and Ws are way different. Like, I don't know. But are they? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Are they? I think so. I think so. Yeah. But, yeah, um... Speaking of, like, the ending, I really liked how, like, before the credits roll, they have this, like, kind of, like, a wrap-up of, like, the characters, like, you know, what happened after the movie. Like, Larry went on to make Quaaludes, because <laughs> he's, like, trying to make some type of drugs throughout the film. Like, I think he, like, pours some whiskey into, like, a mortar. And, yeah. Like, I don't know what else is in there. Some pills he's crushing. Who knows? Making Quaaludes. Yeah. But then it said like he made a lot of money and gave some of it to his sisters to open or well, the one, you know, they're basically, they're sisters yeah. to me. Um, but to open a roller disco. Which is, I thought of you immediately because you love roller disco. I do. That would be the dream if I could open my own roller disco. I don't even need to have people come in like, what oh, is a disco by myself? <laughs> oh, but see, like, any final thoughts on this film? Because all throughout the movie, I was like, Bree's gonna love this. Like, this is Bree's movie. I really enjoyed it. It's something I definitely would watch again, just because it's a fun romp. And I thought it was hilarious. And I love satires that are like, I don't know, just kind of like bubbly and fun and not too serious, you know? For sure. For sure. I also love the soundtrack in this movie. It really slept. Which I found out. So at the end of the movie, before the whole wrap up and everything, they play Carly Simon's You Are So Vain. Oh, yeah. But I found out that they wanted to, like the director originally wanted to use Captain and Tennille's Level Keep Us Together. Oh. However, Captain and Tennille, very conservative. So they denied oh the song. So, All right. Wow. I thought You're So Vain fit pretty well. For sure. Yeah, I thought it was perfect. So maybe it's it's for the best. I guess it could be kind of funny. <laughs> It'd be a <laughs> funny uh, tone with Love Will Keep Us Together, because obviously he's like departing. But but it's very apropos, because Dick is vain. Yeah, so I thought it worked really well. Same. Also, I just love that song. Yeah. <laughs> Any chance to listen to Carly Simon, I'm here for it. For sure. So... Speaking of movies, yeah. speaking of 1999, I thought – well, I have a question. Okay. And also a comment. Okay. Okay. So 1999 is regarded as the best year for film. For real? For real. Like, the best. That's what film nerds, film buffs, film lovers say. Okay. And you're one of those? I think I am. But- I mean, like, I have my toe, just like my pinky toe in film Twitter. Yeah. But uh, I'm on Letterboxd. Ooh. But um, but yeah, 1999 is arguably the best year for film. And Dick did come out in 1999. Yeah. How how much validity do you think that is? Like, isn't that... Just that it's the best year for film in mm-hmm. general? Well, I mean, okay. As far as, like, films go, like, there were a lot of... Like, you mentioned earlier, like, the Blair Witch Project had or, like, come out. like, Fight Club, The Matrix... Oh, yeah. I remember Runaway Bride. I was there in the theaters. Yeah. I remember that being really good. I love that movie. (laughs) It's like five or six. I don't know. And I was like, (laughs) oh, great movie. Richard Gere. Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, Mm. Six Sense. Inspector Gadget, another one of my faves. (laughs) Is that the Matthew Broderick one? Yeah. 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 I loved Inspector Gadget. And this movie, I like. I'd never, like, I'd never heard of Dick before. I mean, the movie, you know, <laughs> or in my life at that point as a child. <laughs> so, <laughs> just you know, just to clarify. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking up 1999. Yeah, I'm just thinking, what else was out there? Notting Hill. Nikki, you like that one? That was 99. Yeah, apparently, dude. I love Notting Hill. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, it came out in um, 99. Wow. Oh, so good. Another Julia Roberts banger. Yeah. American Beauty came out. The Iron Giant. Oh, I remember that being like a big deal for us as kids. was so good. It's one of the first movies where I was just like weeping in the theater. Yeah. The Green Mile came out. Um, South Park. Bigger, longer, and uncut. What about Muppets from Space? Have you seen that? I did. I saw that in the movie theater as a kid. Was it good? And it was all right. Yeah, because I don't remember <laughs> Uh it was I I uh Toy Story Two oh, came out. No, that was a good one. It was. Um Paul Thomas Anderson's Magnolia came out, which is excellent. Um being John Malkovich. Hmm. Um you know the great film uh Star Wars, episode one Phantom Menace came out with the iconic George R Banks. Oh yeah, George R. Banks. I'm just kidding, by the way. Um what about ten things I hate about you? Oh, that's a good that, film. That was good. Uh, the World Is Not Enough, Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me, which is my favorite Austin Powers. Yes. Actually, I love that one, too, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I love Austin Powers. Also, I love Same. anything 60s, 70s themed, you know. Yeah. So Why is that? Why I Why don't... are you so drawn to the 60s and 70s? <sighs> you know, I don't know. It's weird. It's like I'm nostalgic for it, even though I didn't grow up in that time. But, like, I did sort of grow up in a time capsule where a lot of things around me were from the 60s and 70s, so that could be part of it. Like, record players, like, um, like, kind of, like, modern style clocks or furniture pieces, you know? Gotcha. I'm always thinking, like, every time I think of 60s or 70s furniture, I think of, like, hard, like, wood I think of wood. There's a lot of wood, a lot of like walnut. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I think of that color green. Oh, yeah. The avocado green. I love that. No. And I know in the 90s, it was a big like resurgence of 70s style. Oh, yeah. So Dick kind of just kind of falls in line with that, which is fun. I love that so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That kind of melding of, I don't know, styles. For sure. Yeah. But um oh and uh speaking of like nineteen ninety nine in film. Yeah. You know, like the soundtrack to Dick mm-hmm. has a lot of like like seventies hits, but it also has a cover of Dancing Queen by Sixpence, None the Richer. Yes. Which is such like a nineteen ninety nine phrase to say, by the way. <laughs> I love that so much. But funny enough, you know, one of my childhood films i loved was she's all that oh yeah and you know kiss me was like the iconic song from that film yeah which was by six spence none the richer Mm -hmm. so then hearing um their cover of dancing queen in dick i just like loved that that's amazing it's just so 1999 but so like i don't know yeah no i love it to me i felt you might have felt personal because he was like nostalgic for like all your time periods that you love, like the '90s and the '70s. And I'm just like Sixpence on the Richer. <laughs> no, I love that. I I mean, I enjoyed. The, I mean, Kiss Me was a big song, huge, huge. Yeah, and um, yeah. I don't know. I feel like I need to listen to Sixpence on the Richer more. Just bring it back. Like, what are the, how are they doing? I don't know. I. I heard recently, I had no clue that they were a Christian band. The whole time? The whole time, I suppose. I mean, they were very, like, dainty. They remind me of little flowers, but, you know, I didn't know they were a Christian band. But it's very uh, of a time. Yeah, definitely. We need to bring back Six Months on the Richard doing covers of hits. Yeah, I think next Sixpence on the Richer needs to be at the end of a film doing like WAP or something. <laughs> oh my gosh, can you imagine? Uh, would they still be like a Christian like <laughs> band? I don't know. Or the Pope they... is cool with a lot of things now. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard his recent statements. The Pope is cool with things. Yeah, yeah. no, he is. He is. Yeah. So oh, I think now point. is the point the where perfect time Sixpence the Richer can cover Cardi B. Yeah. Did you ever see the movie Baby Geniuses? I did. I just I don't know why I, did. I thought that was such a good movie at the time. Oh my god. Just speaking of nineteen ninety nine. But I haven't watched it since, so I don't know if it holds up, but I remember thinking, wow, those babies look like they're really talking. Like it convinced me, but I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Just I don't know. I just wanted to throw that in there. Throw in some baby geniuses for the for the road. <laughs> yeah. but i had a lot of fun
1: watching this movie
0: thank you for introducing it to me (laughs) of course i'm really glad i i finally watched it yeah and i'm excited for this new segment called movie club me too which i hope you know everyone you know you can write in to us yeah give us suggestions yeah we're the late to the party pod at gmail.com if you wanted to to send us a little email and give us a suggestion for movie club. Yeah. But yeah. I'm excited. Me too. So thank you guys so much for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at the late to the party pod. Um and leave us a rating or review on iTunes. We'd love to hear from you. Definitely. Well, we're going to sign off for now, but yeah. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Bye. Bye. <laughs>